Megan Fox, you know, from Transformers. She drinks her boyfriend's blood. I guess fiance, you know, Machine Gun Kelly. He was kind of a rapper, sort of like a wannabe Eminem. Now he's like a, I don't know, like a Green Day person. Pop rock, whatever, punk rock. Well, she released this video, Megan Fox, in which she says that she drinks human blood. But then she qualifies it. It's just for ritual purposes. As if that makes it any better. I mean, if she says, I drink blood because it helps my skin, I'd be like, that's sick and disgusting, but you're on a beauty regime, gross, evil. But when you clarify it, I say, well, it's for ritual purposes only. That's just satanic, occult, it's evil, wicked, Dracula, vampire, etc. One of my interests is in Bram Stoker's Dracula, the novel. I've read the novel a few times. I've written a lot about it. In fact, as I was preparing for this video to talk about how drinking blood is always a satanic Eucharist. You've heard of the Antichrist. This is the anti-Eucharist. And the whole idea of Dracula and vampires is that they have reversed the symbol, the sign, the reality of the sacrament of the Mass, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, and the sacrament of the Eucharist, and have perverted it into a blood cult, feeding off not the life-giving source of Jesus Christ, but feeding off one another like parasites. Uh, and so as I was preparing for the show, I got oh, I got to make sure I round out my ideas and everything. So I did a, a quick search engine search and this came up. I put in Dracula, Satanic, Eucharist, and look, Taylor Marshall, Vampires and Eucharist. Dracula, I was like, okay, I'm ready. I've done this before. Let's jump into it. So I'm going to run the clip of Megan Fox talking about it. It's gross. If you have kids, this is not their show. No kids on this show. Uh, we are PG-13, maybe uh, 17 and up on today's show. So uh, I always try to keep things G, PG. I use, as you know, coded language for certain lifestyles, certain sins, etc. Today, parents, is not that day. I mean, we're not going to get gross or disgusting. Um, but anyhow, so we're going to say the prayer. And then we'll run, because we need to pray. And then I'm going to run this clip of Megan Fox talking about how she drinks blood. And then I'm going to get into the theology of vampirism and of drinking blood. And I think it'll be a, especially as you learn more about Hollywood and elites. Yeah. They are mocking the Eucharist. Oremus nomine patris et filii et spiritus sancti. Amen. Pater noster, qui es in celi sanctificetur nomen tuum, advenia regnum tuum. Fiat voluntas tua, secut in cello et in terra. Panum nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et emite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, se libera nos malo. Amen. Arlea Fatima, pray for us. Nomine Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, so let me just say before I open the clip, if you don't have God, you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You're not baptized. You're not living a day-to-day a -day discipleship plan of carrying the cross daily, praying in the morning, praying over your meals, 
praying in the evening, going to the holy sacrifice, the mass, going to confession. In other words, the life of sanctifying grace is not growing inside of you. I would like to invite you to become a Catholic. I would like you to inv invite you to become a traditional Catholic. It is not easy, but it is joyful. And you will, as you study, as you learn, as you fail and you get up again, you'll realize that our Lord Jesus Christ loves you. He gave himself to you. He gives you a sacred heart. He pours out all of his blood as a price, as we'll see today, for the remission of sins. And it makes sense of human existence. It's the only religion that makes sense of human existence. If you don't have that, you're going to start falling for oddities. You're going to fall for strange ideas. And you're going to know that you need extra life. You need something like grace. And every society, every pagan society, every savage society, whether it's from China to South America, all pre-Christian societies, the Druids, the Gothic tribes, they all their liturgy, all their rituals, all their magic was related to blood. You could even say centered on blood. Even the ancient Jews, as they practiced the true religion instituted by Moses and Aaron, it was a religion of blood atonement. And that's based on the principle you see here on the screen in the top right. Because of the light, because the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I've given it to you so that you may make atonement with it upon the altar for your souls and the blood may be for the expiation of the soul. So in the Old Testament, if you sin, you commit a mortal sin, maybe bring a cow, lamb, goat. You bring it to the temple. You confess your sins over the animal. The priest would slit the neck of the animal so that the heart would beat out the blood at the foot of the, cross, foot of the altar. I'm getting into the New Testament. In the Old Testament, the blood would be pumped out at the foot of the altar, and then that animal would be burned upon the altar for the remission of sins. If the entire animal was burned on the altar, all of it, it was called a holocaust. Holos meaning all, cost, burn, all burned, holocaust. You see that in the, in the Old Testament, the holocaust sacrifice. If you don't have this in the New Testament, the way we access blood atonement and forgiveness is by attending the Holy Sacrifice, the Mass. That's why Protestantism doesn't really make sense when you read the book of Hebrews or the book of Revelation, the Apocalypse, or even the Gospels or the Passion Narratives. Jesus is the Lamb of God. He gives his blood for the life of the world. He even says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. That's from John 6. So if you don't have the ultimate solution, which is being redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, the precious blood, you're going to fall for things. And, and poor Megan Fox has fallen for the lie. So let's cue it up here on the screen. Again, uh, this isn't raunchy, but it's not appropriate for, for children. So get the kids out. Here we go. I guess drank each other's blood might mislead people or like people are imagining us with like goblets and we're like game of thrones drinking each other's blood it's just a few drops but yes we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes
I mean, okay, so I mean, just a few drops. I mean, it doesn't really matter if it's a gallon or a teaspoon. If it's a ritual purpose, you're consuming blood for a magical purpose, for a sacramental, although it's a broken, disgusting, quasi-anti-sacrament. You are doing something religious here. This is a religion. When you say we're doing it for ritual purposes, you're doing it for religious purposes. What religion is this? I'm going to give everybody one guess. It's Satanism. It's witchcraft. Sorcery. They all conflate and fall upon each other as the same religion. Here we go. Only. <laughs> it is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like, let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. Let me bleed on you. <laughs> okay, so uh, she says, oh, it's very controlled. Totally, it's kind of this normal thing, but oh, then Machine Gun Kelly, he'll just take broken glass and cut open his chest and then listen to what she says. He says the reason she's being invited to drink blood of Machine Gun Kelly is to take his soul. This is straight up out of the pages of Dracula. Listen to this replay. Oh, sorry, got to put it back up. Where he's willing to just like blood and each drink it. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic, where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. Let me bleed on you. <laughs> it doesn't not happen, let me tell you. Maybe not exactly like that, but it a version of that has happened many times. Many times. Many times. A version of that happens where he cuts open his chest and says, take my soul. Now, having heard Megan Fox say that, I mean, she's actually articulating theology. She maybe doesn't even know it. But look at this passage again from Leviticus. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. I have given it to you that you may make atonement with it upon the altar for your souls, and the blood may be an expiation of the soul. So there's two, th she actually reveals two things, it's kind of gross. Uh, cutting open the chest, drinking the blood and saying, take my soul and then let me bleed on you. The idea here is atonement is made by shedding blood upon the altar. And here in a sick, disgusting, satanic way, and if you've ever looked into Satanism and the satanic mass, uh, a woman's body is the altar. That's how a black mass is performed. A woman's body is the altar and it's sick and it's disgusting and it's going all around social media. It's becoming normative. It's so normative in Hollywood that Megan Fox, Transformer girl, talks about it openly. We just do it for ritual purposes. But yet then she says it does get out of control. Take my soul. Let me bleed on you. This is all cultic, this is all ritual, and this is all satanic. Now, let's turn back to Dracula. I read Dracula maybe for the first time 15 years ago. 
or so. Now, it's written by a English Protestant. But as I read it, I realized that this is sort of, it's an English Protestant dealing with the demonic. Uh, Dracula is possessed by demons. All right, you got to understand that. And it's a English Protestant saying, okay, if he came into contact with a guy who was really possessed like Dracula and been living hundreds of years by, by feasting on blood, human blood for all this time, how would you fight him? I mean, he's got strength. He's mysterious. He can change shapes into bats and wolves. How, how would you go after and fight back against such a person? Well, he kind of has this charmingly superstitious view of Catholicism. So in the opening, I think it's in the opening chapter. And by the way, I think the book begins on April 23rd, the Feast of St. George, he who conquers the dragon. What does Dracula mean? It means little dragon. Dracula means little dragon. From the Greek for the word for dragon. Of course, you know, I've written a trilogy on St. George called Sword and Serpent. And of course, the date, April 23rd, Feast of St. George is integral to that trilogy. In fact, I highly encourage all of you to read my novel, Sword and Serpent. It is a number one bestseller. It's highly popular, and I think it's high-quality work. I'm very proud of it. So please check that out on Amazon.com or wherever you buy books. So April 23rd, George and the Dragon, and then Bram Stoker, English Protestant, Vaguely aware of a Catholic past, he knows in the opening passages um, that if he's going to be, if the main character is going to be resistant to Dracula, what else would be better than, you've heard me say it all the time, the Holy Rosary. Now, he didn't tell, he doesn't start praying the rosary, but uh, I think it's a gypsy woman, gives him a rosary to wear around his neck. And this proves to be very powerful because he cuts himself shaving and Dracula's behind him. Of course, you can't see a vampire in a mirror. And uh, this blood on his neck, of course, is attractive to Dracula, who likes to drink blood. But the fact that there's a rosary around his neck protects him. So you start seeing this the sacramentals play a part. Now, as the book goes on, you have Van Helsing come in. Now, Van Helsing is a Catholic. And he tells people to carry around the consecrated host. This is not allowed. But it's sort of a Protestant understanding of how Catholic things would be done. So he has these envelopes that have a consecrated host in it. And he says, as long as you have one of these, uh, Dracula can't get you. Now, what is that teaching people? The whole idea is that Dracula is an anti-Eucharist. Right? He... The way he keeps alive, the way he has eternal life, it's not eternal life, but sort of everlasting life on earth, is by having these Eucharistic banquets on other people as a parasite, right? He gets their blood because the life is in the blood. Super spiritual life. It's funny because Van Helsing says, don't worry, I got permission to use these hosts because I got an indulgence to do so. So in the book, which is written by a Protestant, he doesn't really quite understand what the word indulgence means. And indulgence is a pardon of temporal punishment due to sin. He thinks it's like a special um, indult or permission. Anyway, these are kind of funny, charming, cute 
Protestant misunderstandings that are woven in through Dracula. If you're into theology and you read Dracula, you'll kind of pick up on them. At one point, even Van Helsing crushes up a host, totally sacrilegious. You get automatically excommunicated for doing this, by the way. It's a sin reserved to the Holy See. And uses the, tr the crumbs over a door jam to protect the room from Dracula entering in because he can't come in because of the Eucharist. So you see these kind of things happening. But also in Dracula, there's the feasting on the blood, but there's also uh, Dracula has a ritual called baptism in blood, evoking Christian theology. And this is where he initiates someone into the vampiric reality. And it's an initiation with blood. So the entire oh, genre of vampirism is a reversal of the Eucharist. It's an anti-Eucharist. And I think readers 100 years ago, and of course the idea of vampires has been around for centuries, understood that this is an antichrist, an antichristic, an anti-Eucharist image. But it goes back pre-Christianity to the pagan cults and the pagan cultures who would consume their sacrifices, sometimes animal sacrifices, but even in the case of our European forebears, human sacrifices drinking their blood. So what Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are doing, which is take my soul, bleed on me. They're doing ritual magic. They're performing witchcraft. There's another part here. Let's see if I have it queued up. Hopefully I do. Awesome. Okay. So here's the video and I, I put another tweet. This is from Twitter. I put it on Twitter and I said, uh, in an interview, Megan Fox said, here it is right here, if I can highlight it. There you go. I read tarot cards and I am into astrology and I'm doing all these metaphysical practices and meditations. I do rituals on new moons and full moons and all these things. And so when I do it, it's a passage or it's used for a reason. And I wrote a little comment here at the bottom. That's called being a witch. All right, this is Megan Fox. She is a witch. We're not just talking about fiction or fantasy literature here. We're talking about a real witch. Again, she says, oops, I read tarot cards and I'm into astrology and I'm doing all these metaphysical practices and meditations. I do rituals on new moons and full moons and all these things. And so when I do it, it's a passage or it is used for a reason. Okay, so this is just completely witchcraft. Machine Gun Kelly, you are dating a witch. Machine Gun Kelly himself is likely a witch. This doesn't end well. Okay, this ends in complete possession. Like demons inside of you. A horrible exist existence schizophrenic existence mortal sin slavery to the flesh slavery to death slavery to satan 
And the final outcome of all of this is eternal damnation. Where the worm does not die and the fire and the smoke do not cease, says the apocalypse. It never ends. You can be the prettiest girl in Hollywood for a decade. Usually they don't get to last that long. Maybe two decades. For what? A thousand years in hell and then a thousand years in hell and then a thousand years in hell and then a thousand years and it never ends. And you look back at this meager, weak attempt to capture life by observing full moons, new moons, tarot cards, and drinking Machine Gun Kelly's blood. It didn't get you anywhere. It just puts you deeper down into hell. It's bad. And a lot of young people who have not been given real Christianity, and it's not really their fault. They haven't been given real Christianity. They've never really seen the Mass as it was intended to be celebrated. They were taught baptism is just sort of a cute ritual for a baby. It's not the escape from the realm and the kingdom of Satan into the marvelous, luminous kingdom of Jesus Christ, where there is freedom and liberation from the sins of the flesh. This is, this is a beautiful message people need to hear. If you don't have that, you're going you're gonna to go off into this strange world. And if you're a Hollywood movie star, or a, a rock star, rap star like Machine Gun Kelly, you got so much money and time and drugs and beautiful people. But they all tell you it doesn't fulfill. It doesn't achieve. What does achieve? Kneeling in the Latin Mass with your little five-year-old boy or your daughter, praying the rosary, Becoming holy, getting rid of sin. You know how good it feels to not be a slave of your passions and of your flesh? Like, that's such a liberation. But we can't do it on our own. We have to have Jesus Christ. He's the King of kings, Lord of lords, Messiah. We must believe in him, hope in him, love him, and submit to him. And then he begins to free us. Someone just said here, uh, that Megan, Ke uh, Megan Fox was educated for 12 years in a Catholic school, the product of Vatican II. So sad. It's so sad that this beautiful young lady, I guess she's, she's getting a little bit older now, was educated for 12 years in the, I'm going to put scare quotes on here, Catholic system. And now she's drinking blood out of Machine, Guns Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly's chest. How sad. How sad. How did we fail a generation? It's actually been two generations now. How did we fail two generations? And then I also want to say to all you parents out there, oh, single people, everybody out there, let's be more and more care careful about what we consume. 
oh, it's just Transformers, no big deal. I know, but what is the environment that these films and these modes of entertainment are coming from? You know, we, we've just been kind of rocked. Everybody's kind of waking up to Disney. They're saying, we're going to be pushing the LMNOPT emphasis on the T agenda on your kids. We're going, they say it openly. So uh, Andy says, let me add in here, Andy. She is not the only Catholic who turned out that way. I know. I know. It's interesting. When I was in high school, there were a couple boys who were very much into the occult. But they were also the two Catholic guys. Back then, I just thought, that's weird. They said they're Catholic, but they're into the occult. I know. It's sad. It's sad. <sighs> uh, it says here, Megan Fox. Uh, here we go. David. Why isn't this working? Here we go. Come on. There we go, David. She went to St. Lucy? Lucia? West Centennial uh, High School in Florida. Yeah, it's very sad. So Hollywood is woke. Uh, Disney is woke. Netflix, you know, the whole cuties thing and, and all that. You know, you, you don't want that in your home. You don't want your kids getting that. You, you don't want your daughter, who's so precious to you and praying the rosary with you, right? you don't want her being 35, drinking the blood out of a tattooed rapper's chest or anybody. I mean, it's just, we don't want that. So we have to be vigilant. We have to be careful. We have to talk to our kids. We have to pray. We have to practice the faith. Do you agree with me? Leave a comment below. And I want to hear from you. Why is it that people who have been gone through our entire Catholic system, school system, can be so deeply lost? As she says, she's observing full moons and new moons and tarot cards and metaphysical practices. You know, maybe as a, as a high school girl, she was taught, I'm just speculating here. Someone said, you know, all religions are good. Vatican II, we do ecumenical dialogue. You know, the Muslims can teach us things. The Lutherans can teach us things. The Jews can teach us things. The Hindus can teach us things. The witches can teach us things. You know, everybody has something to bring to the table. You know, maybe she heard that diversity speech. You know, when I meet evangelicals in Texas and you say, do you believe Jesus is the only way to heaven? They say, yes, amen. Jesus is the only way to heaven. You meet a Catholic in Texas. And you say, do you believe Jesus is the only way? Well, I got a Jewish neighbor. He carried my groceries into my house once, so he's going to heaven. And uh, I got this Muslim guy at work. He's real friendly. He covered for me once, so he's going to heaven. They have no idea of the claims of Jesus Christ that he himself makes in the Gospels. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Catholics have been fed this Vatican II ecumenical vision of, well, there's just truth and light sprinkled in all religions. And so, you know, all religions are going to get you there. All roads lead home. Just be nice. Don't judge. Don't be violent. And you're going to make it. Just be a good religious person and follow your faith. 
let's go back to the old Catholicism. Hmm? Hmm? Do you want to follow the original, old school, traditional Catholicism that said Jesus is the only way? There's only one church. Christ didn't institute two churches or three churches or four or 30,000. He instituted one church, church in the singular. Read the Apocalypse, the book of Revelation. There's one bride of Christ, one and only. There is one new Jerusalem with gates on it, with the foundation of the apostles, and you have to go into those gates. And that new Jerusalem is the bride of Christ, is the church. One church. Not a whole bunch of different denominations and churches. Not a whole different other... All the religions are false. The gods of the Gentiles, the gods of the Gentiles are demons, are devils. It says in Psalm 95. Do you believe it or not? And it's not about fear. I mean, you should fear the Lord. It's one of the seven gifts of the Holy Ghost. But the beauty of the life that you live as a Catholic is just fantastic. And I wish Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, and all the other people out there drinking blood from one another would realize that the only blood that can save you is the blood of Jesus Christ. That is the eternal price for human salvation. We are redeemed, says St. Peter, not by gold or silver. We are redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And yes, when you go to Mass this Sunday, there will be a chalice on the altar. And in a valid Mass, there will be the true blood of Jesus on that altar and the priest will elevate it and lift it up and you had better pray that that blood washes you completely clean as it says in the apocalypse blessed are those who dip their robe in the blood of the lamb you dip your robe into the blood of the lamb that's what saves you all right well let's say a hail mary for megan fox but Everyone who's lost, everyone who needs these truths. Oremus, nomine Patris, et Fidii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or pronobis peccatoribus, nunc et et or mortis nostre. Amen. Nomine Patris, et Fidii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, friends, thanks for watching. So just some advice here. Let's pray every day. Every morning when you wake up, a morning offering. Give your day to the Lord. Pray throughout the day. Always pray over your meals. When you're in public, always make the sign of the cross. Don't ever be ashamed. Every time you make the sign of the cross, you put a drop of grace on someone else. Teach your children the true Catholic faith. Not a mixed up, heretical, modernist version. The real deal. The real deal. Pray the rosary every blessed day if you don't pray the rosary you're not on the team please pray the rosary every day go to confession every two to four weeks wear the brown scapular the miraculous medal uh saint christopher medal uh use the sacramentals have holy water palms we just had palms Put palms in your house. Bury palms in your backyard. These are all pious practices. We got to get back to it. And of course, try to find a traditional Latin mass.
Don't be going to these new age, novus ordo, modernist churches that are stripped of sacred statues and icons. And the sermons are about social justice warriors and the Democratic Party's platform. Mm. No, it's got to be centered on Jesus Christ. Christ must be the center of that bullseye. Priests don't always preach the best sermon every single week, but if it's not Christ-centered, make the great Catholic migration. Try, if you can, I know you, some of you are so limited by geography, but if you can, drive and make it happen. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone, and a uh, special thanks to all those who support this channel on Patreon. Yesterday, I came on with my son, Blaze, and with Margaret, and we gave away a gorgeous, beautiful seraphim rosary, um, handmade, hand-cast from molds. It's just an absolutely gorgeous rosary. I'm trying to look for a picture of it, but I can't find it. Um, Matthew Han won that yesterday. He's one of uh, the Patreon patrons who supports this channel. And of course, yesterday I finished my book. I'm writing a new book. It was supposed to be 50,000 words. I'm at 85,000 words when I finished. This book is going to be epic. It actually, in a way, I gave away hints today of what it's about. This book is going to be huge. So I will probably do a whole video announcing the book, but I will, I'm going into edit stage after I finish this video. I'm going to go to the coffee shop and begin reading it and editing it and massaging it and making it better for all of you to read. But I am excited to say I actually finished the book and it feels, this is my 11th book. Uh, and it feels good to give, I mean, I'm a man, so I can't give birth, but I can give birth to a support, supporting me or you want to join supporting, go to patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall and sign up and you can become a supporter on a monthly basis. And there's different tiers and levels with different thank you levels. And I give online courses to you and resources and worksheets and extra videos. And I send you signed books depending on the levels. Like if you want a signed copy of Infiltration, you can do that there. So go to patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall and please support me. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. Be careful about the media you consume and be more and more discerning about Hollywood. Okay? All right. Remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed. Oh, and please like, thumbs up while we're still on here. Share this video on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter's getting better. And if you're new, you should subscribe. You can do that in the bottom right corner or you can do it below the video. But please do subscribe and I thank you.